Welcome back to another Shooter's Roll. This is what we wait for every week. Hopefully everyone's had a good week. i got my hosts on the side. RJ, how are you? Yeah, what's up, T? How's it going, man? Ah, man. Um, not stating the obvious of where climate we are in the world. <laughs> Other than that, mm. we're pretty good. Um, got my wild hair going on. Um, lack of barber. <laughs> but I might look into... I'm actually making a video how to come in here. I haven't done it for years. Wow. But, um, wow. We'll get back into it. Okay. It's been a while. Fair enough. Been a enough. while. So, you know, you know, when you're struggling, you're struggling, uh, coming up, trying to make enough money to, to buy some basketball shoes, you know, to cut mm, your own hair, yeah, save yeah. some money. <laughs> uh, right, let's get into it. So, so, so today we're going to talk a bit about Ben Simmons, what's going on, this jump shot. We're going to cover Malice in the Palace. So that's where... Uh, the fight, um, not sure what year, a couple of years ago where the Detroit Pistons fought, fought Indiana um, and then the crowd got involved. That, that documentary just released Netflix. We're, we're going to get into that. Um, and yeah, and, and the last one, um, because it's off season, we're going to talk about the Draymond KD um, interview. So without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, let's Let's get into the news, right? So we're, we're, we're deep into the off-season now. Um, we're rounding the corner into uh, training camp. And, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I guess I wanted to, to ask you, you know, it happens every year um, that, that Ben Simmons starts shooting threes. Shooting threes in, in training. Like we've we've seen it many times. I think two years ago I was actually quite excited because the Olympics were coming up and uh, Ben Simmons is trained and I wanted him to I guess start evolving into LeBron James 2.0. Uh, five years later or four or five years later, it hasn't happened. Um, is it one of those things where buy buy beware? RJ, your thoughts? I think this is probably Markel Fultz part uh, 2.0. I remember Markel Fultz was the same thing. And I think this is a plot or a strategy for him to get out of Philly. And I think I don't think he's happy in Philly. I think this is just a, a way of pretty much, you know, I mean, there's videos of him shooting in practice from deep. But when you get to the game, it's nowhere to be seen. So it's like, what, what, what message is he sending? I think the message he's sending is pretty much he wants out of Philly. I think he's not happy. I think... Um, I mean, apparently he hasn't answered any calls from the coach, um, from yeah, the Embiid, coach, from anybody. Or Embiid, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. like no one, so no one's me, in the camp. Yeah. So for me, that's just a pretty much telltale sign that hey, he wants out. So you know what? If he wants out, you should release him, and pretty much even if you get a, ba a bag of popcorn for him, just release him because there's no point of having anyone in your team that doesn't want to win and doesn't want to sort of excel or use, um, you know, fine tune their weapons to sort of help the team win. So for me, I think he hasn't been happy for a while. Um, he's not so much going to say it, I don't think. I think he's just going to show in his actions. His actions are pretty clear, I think. What do you reckon, T? Yeah, it, it, for, for me, it's by beware. Um, like they, um, you know, all these NBA players in the offseason, they, they they shoot with no one on them. <laughs> and, and, and they basically look like Steph Curry. Like you, you think about these videos, right? Like, like any video, it can be edited. I can shoot a hundred three pointers if I just keep mm. showing me hitting the jumper that I hit. Just repeat a hundred times. Mm. No one's gonna care, right? So and then, 
if that's all it took to be like an NBA player and, and become Steph Curry, we'll basically everyone be in the NBA. True, true, <laughs> true. Be there, right? So yeah, so there's a lot of things docked to it. Um, in terms of the Philly, like when when Philly ended their playoff run, they, they kind of blamed Ben Simmons, right? But that's that's fine. That it is his fault, right? But they, they shouldn't have thrown him under the bus. You know, it comes with Doc, comes with Embiid. You think about anything that um, if, if if Ben wasn't thrown under the bus, there, there, there'll be more trade value for him. Mm. So so right now, there's the, the trade value for him solo. There's, there, there's, there's been a couple of trades um, suggested um, from Indy, uh, Malcolm Brogdon and, and a couple of picks. I think the I think the first pick this year uh, for Ben Simmons that's pretty much nothing, right? But but people are trying. And then yeah. on the, on the opposite end of the scale, Golden State um, Philly reached out to Golden State, wanting a truckload. They wanted Wiseman, um, they wanted the 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 seventh pick, the fourteenth pick, and next year's pick. That's the, wow. And then also Wiggins, right? So they they wanted a haul. Um, they and you think about the think about who's behind it the the, the one in charge he, he, you know he he basically um from was from the rockets so he, he like he they're asking he what he's asking for is the same as um what what you would get for uh harden what you get for harden right so daryl morey man he's asking yeah. for that so daryl morey that's it that's, yeah. that's the name yeah it, it, it was off me um yeah he, like he like he's going out and and he's trying to sell, you know, this this bomb car for for Ferrari. <laughs> so he he's trying to pretend it's a Ferrari. Um, no offense to Ben, but um, his his trade value isn't a high now. So, like you said, if you if you go to training camp with him, uh, it, it, is that going to be a distraction? I think it's going to be a distraction because it's an unresolved issue. You think about all the That's all. Right. You think of all right. the players that are meant to get traded and then they had to, to show up to their team. You think about, actually, we mentioned James Harden. Last year, James Harden had to show up to the Rockets camp after the offseason where he he wanted to be traded. He requested to be traded. That's right. Yeah, That's he, right. Turned up, he turned up uh, out of shape. Um, he turned up, um, in, in, he basically went to the clubs um, when, the, when there's a pandemic going on. Pretty much didn't care. He's just saying, trade me. I'm not going to try. So, you know, he gained weight I, I, too. I will turn up. I will turn up and play because if I don't, I, I don't get paid. But mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to try. My heart, my heart and soul is not into it. You know, what can Philly do to, to, to basically not let this happen and become a straight distraction? I think they need to recruit better. I mean, this is the second time it's happened. Markel Fultz was the same thing. Apparently, had a mental issue shoot with with shooting, which I kind of don't understand. Like. Um, I'm not on their level, but I'm a shooter, but I just don't understand what the mental level is. Pretty much, you just have to work on your mechanics. If he went through the whole college season shooting well, then all of a sudden he went to the NBA and just forgot how to shoot or like choosing not to shoot. I mean, this needs to really need to be, this needs to be really fixed up ASAP before the season started. This is becoming a problem. Um, and it's the second time it's happened. Like I said, it's it's just, the, 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 I think the, the recruiting process and it's a bit, I know, it's too shady. It's too, too much gray area. And I think they sort of need to sort of um, look at it closely um, so that it doesn't happen again. 
So, you know, maybe they need to see, well, look, are you going to shit or not? <laughs> That's one of the functions. <laughs> I mean, you, hold, you, hold, you got two people, Markel with him before and, and Ben now, who are like not shooting at all. I'm just, what are you thinking? Like, I, 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 what, there's a message you're sending, but not a lot of people are seeing it or like trying to understand what you're trying to say. So, look, man, if, you, if you're not happy to say it, we're going to try to figure it out and we're going to try and get rid of you some way, one way or another. I mean, that's that's just, that's just how I would deal with it because, I mean, come on, man, you're a pro, you get paid millions of dollars, you're very, you know, one of the most fortunate positions out of the 400 people that's in the league to get to play and to earn a lot of money. And if you act like that, I'm just thinking to myself, dude, like, are you in it for the right reasons or are you just here trying to for the, just for the money and there's no passion? Well, there's no passion or anything, it's not going to last, you know what I mean? So, it's a shame though. Yeah, it is. Um, you, you brought up a good point. Like, I think, I'm not sure about the NBA recruiting process, but um, for, for, for Philly to have it happen two times, there's definitely something something going on in terms of um, a mistake, right? So, I know when they scout, the things we, we know is when we watch um, videos and we see scouts at every game, where we see them, you know, just trying to monitor how their offense, defense, off the court. That's to be also a psychological test. Just to see in terms of, um, I think a, a lot of organizations do this when you try to apply for a job. Just just a general uh, psychological test. Like um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, Australia, yeah. Uh, around the world, we have Macquarie Bank, which is a, which is a big international bank. Um, I know from 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 friends when when they apply for that job, they they do a psych test, and 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 and, and it doesn't matter if you've worked with them as a contractor for how many years. Uh, if you fail that psych test, then you can't get in. That's that's the rule, right? Um, so, mm. I'm, I'm not, I don't think it should be that hard in terms of getting into the co- the company or a team, but there has to be some sort of level, right? Some sort of level, like as our as we're getting better on this podcast and becoming better basketball um, analysts, I, I I can see too, like when we look in you look at the draft, you look at the top ten players versus you know the lottery versus the guys that are good players. A lot of you guys have like both both ends like to, to be a superstardom or, or basically be be a flop. And, mm-hmm. and 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 we saw with Ben Simmons. Okay, come back to Ben is um, sure like he couldn't shoot free throws, jump shots, and three pointers. I think when you play every day right in basketball and you're used to the same crowd and you're used to the same energy, you're like, okay, cool, I can't do that. Who cares? And then as the playoffs go and and this is this is where experience of playoffs comes in he, he made it to the conference finals and and because there's no other games on right there's no other games on everyone's watching him everyone's mm. watching him right so then all that pressure came on him he's like oh shit like you know i'm i'm actually failing and the whole world the twitter world every social media was just hacking him like they're just telling him he's his next team is going to be the the um the sharks in the cba you know Shaolin yeah. Sharks, you know, and and that, oh, yeah, 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 yeah it's really that. funny that that kept on going on and on, and and that became a thing in, of the summer, right? Like any player that played bad, that he's going to the Shanghai Sharks. <laughs> every every player, so 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 I think psych analysis needs to be in place. Um, in terms of Ben Simmons, and he, like he needs to get a psychiatrist, like even uh, his agent or his parents or so, someone needs to just tell him that. Um, uh, or, 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 or kind of break out his brain because he's he's been playing this way since high school. This is this is one thing I I, I was worried about him in high school. Like he, he never shot the ball, he never shot the ball. Like you look at his highlights, you, know, you look you Google his highlights on on YouTube, 
Horse highlights are dunking the ball because because he's just bigger than everyone. He's bigger. Mm. He's more athletic. Like there 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 is like one jump shot between like ten dunks, and you're thinking, okay, like they, they, there's an issue here, you know. And that's, that's what I mentioned before. I, a bit like LeBron, like he, he was like that, but LeBron was never scared to take the shot. He take he shoot airborns, he shoot he shoot whatever, miss the shots, but he wasn't scared. So so yes, yeah, so just shout not, out to Ben. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Ben. Hopefully, he can figure it out. Like, 76ers need to move on, but they don't want to sell. They don't want to get pennies on the dollar for the trade. You know, yeah. mm. they don't want to give him up for like maybe just Wiggins you know, and and like another player. But also to Ben's um, ben, Ben's issue is he only wants to play for LA teams or California teams. So Lakers are full. We can't afford him unless they they have a big splash and they trade one of the key stars. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, Clippers, mm, I don't think it's gonna happen because you, you, there's no space for him. What, what's no he space do for him? There? Yeah, what's he gonna do exactly? Like if you're gonna get rid of Paul George or Kawhi and replace him, like that's a lot of scoring that's uh, lost. So yeah. he's like Philly is in a good spot. Like you know, if they if Ben just listened to I guess the, everyone um, and just started shooting the ball, like he, him and Embiid could rule the NBA for the next ten years. But unfortunately, it didn't happen, and it's not going to happen. Uh, he's, I think that he's he's going to stay 76ers uh, to next season. Uh, he's going to turn up. Ooh. He's going to play cool. well. He's going to play well uh, just because he has to. Uh, and mm. they'll look for a trade partner where, where they can. And and the further this goes along, the the the, the, the smaller value that Ben's going to take. Because everyone knows he's disgruntled, right? Everyone knows he's mm. disgruntled. And, and like I say, he's damaged goods. Like you don't know what's gonna get. Like, is he gonna be motivated? Like, you know, he has he signed that 175 million dollar four year deal, and and he's got he's got <laughs> not, uh, a long time to go for 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 that deal to to finish. And so you don't know what you're gonna get. Like, are you are you gonna get a player, um, you know, with the same problems, or are you gonna ask him to change? But he hasn't changed in, in all the years he's he's been there. So mm. you know, people say environment. Like, if he joins Golden State, like he would change, but. He doesn't need to because then he's around by shooters. Like, mm. like you, you think about it, you know. So it's a hard one. Um, as an Australian, as being selfish, and we want to see him in Paris. We want to see him in the World Championships. If he develops a jump shot in two years for the World Championships, man, we we have a bona fide superstar to 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 combine with our Boomers team that came bronze, and we have, we have a shot to get gold. So. Mm, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Hopefully, all the best to him. Um, but yeah, just just a terrible situation. Mm. Yeah. Yo. So let's get to it. You know, back in when when I was um, about high school, I was like a good punch up. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like a good punch up. You know, and you know, when someone's fighting in the yard, you know, you, you get there and you want you want to see. You just want to see what's going on, and like mm. it's always one of those things. It must be part of human nature, like to 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 see someone get beaten up, like you know, good or bad. Um, hopefully, mm. it doesn't go too far. No one dies. Um, but if someone has a disagreement, as a man, as a man, hey, you know, hey, just a man. Like we, we want to lay hands. Val- entertainment value. We, entertainment we value. That's all it is. It, it, yeah, it is what it is. Like it. you know, this is why the UFC, is, you know, is great. Basketball in the 80s was great. Um, these days, basketball is a bit soft. Uh, there's Let's call it what it is. It's soft. Correct. You know? Correct. So, <clears throat> Malice in the Palace. Let's, let's paint the picture. 
Uh, so two teams, Indiana Pacers and Detroit Pistons, they're pretty much neck to neck in terms of um, making the the playoffs, being the top seeds. Um, you on one side, you, you you basically got the Wallaces. Um, was was Shane there? Yeah, Shane was traded. Rashid yeah, was, was there. Was there. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you got Prince um, and and all those guys. Chauncey. Yep. yep. And then uh, it was Chauncey on that team. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I when I watched the documentary, I didn't I, I didn't see that. And then on that side, you got Reggie Miller, and then you got handover to Steve Jackson. You got um, Jermaine O'Neal, and, and of course Ron Lattes. So so have you seen it? Um, no, no spoiler alerts. Um, let's get to it. So so RJ, what do you think? I guess of this documentary uh, of 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 how they um, had to tell the story compared to what we were told before in terms of what the NBA showed us. Um, yeah, and, 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 and just just look at that view. So, so from, I guess my, my opinion is the, the Malice in the Palace um, showed me more of the player side. You know, it, it showed me more player side on this side, side of the fence, where when it happened in 2004, it was the NBA like uh, these guys are thugs, these guys are gangsters, they don't deserve to be in the NBA, they deserve to get banned, and and, and because they presented us with this information, and, and being the young age that uh, I was, I, I just assumed okay, cool, they they're like job makers, they get, they they got banned, and and they deserved it. Yeah. Mm. Your thoughts? Your thoughts on the documentary? Um, just. Just, just from the players' point of view and the NBA point of view. Oh, well, I think with with a lot of things that I get edited and they get shared on media, and I think it's always one one way and it's always biased. But that's why, like, you know, when everyone says there's two two tales to the story, there is two tales to the story. That's why I choose to watch all the other interviews by the other players, um, and they were right because they painted them in like in a very bad light. Um, but to be real honest, I don't think that would have happened if that B wasn't thrown. So, and let's just get it straight. I mean, there's hockey goons all the time, hockey fights all the time. But do we ever say anything? Do we ever paint them in a bad picture? We don't. But because, you know, I, I don't want to stay into political sides here or any racism, but it's pretty obvious. I mean, my gosh, like, like I said, hockey fights all the time. We don't say anything about that. And we know hockey, what, what hockey is all about. Um, apart from the puck, there's, there's fights. So... They paint them in a really bad picture and they get to explain themselves in the documentary. You know what I mean? Um, and it's funny to hear all this, what, what their sides are. And apparently like Rod Artets is now good friends with the guy that that hit him. Yeah. Which is another weird thing which I can't explain. <laughs> but Hey, his, his but, new name is Metal World Peace. Oh yeah, sorry, Metal World Peace. Uh, there's another name that I think I forgot. I forgot. I'm not going to have too many damn names. <laughs> but, but, you know, it looks like he... And he did the right thing, Ron Artest. He did he did what he did what he can. He he put himself to the side. What what he was advised by a psychiatrist. But of course, to anybody, when everything's you know inflamed and everything's at its tense, when someone throws something at you, it's on. Like you know, and you can't blame him because that that's human nature. He's already be, he's already fought. Then he stopped, but someone had to reignite something again. So he had to be. He had to go up there and sort him out, and the rest of his team who got who you know got his back, which they should try to back him up. So for me, I don't really see that as thuggery or anything like that. Hey, I mean, if people want to get into it like that, they got into it like that. But all I have to do is pretty much say that the security for the palace, that the malice, the palace wasn't that great, and I don't think they planned it very well. 
Um, and that's why it escalated that far. But if it was now, uh, I don't think it would escalate that far. I think it would have just, by the time that Ben and, and Ron went at it, it would have just stopped it from there. Um, but because of the security issues, and I think they hired like old fat guys, and there was only like three of them. Three I of mean, them. <laughs> re really? Like what, three versus how many thousands? You yeah. can't stop that. So, yeah. you know, like I, I get the players' point of view. They lost millions of dollars. They had the they lost their the, the chance to win a championship for Reggie and for themselves. Um, and of course, you know, we got to put that Jermaine O'Neal was the one who suffered out of everyone there because the other two won one rings um i mean of course they all got paid you know they still got paid but the one who suffered was jermaine because jermaine didn't actually get any ring after that and after that it apparently traumatized his relationship with his family with his kids so you know like people think that it's all it's all mad and it's all sick and you know they 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 asked for it no they didn't ask for it they didn't ask for it because yeah. they, they were provoked and that's the thing like with a lot of fights but people people always blame the guy who's who wants to throw a punch and then look at the person or, or what their ethnicity is, which I don't like, you know? You gotta look at as well the other side of who provokes it. Okay, that beer was a, a provoking thing. And, and anyone would jump onto it, anyone. No, no one's gonna hold back on that. Come on, would you? Nah, no, nah, yeah, Ajay, let's, let's take it back to, I guess, the the play that started it, right? So, so, so Indiana was up by, I don't know, 17 points, I think, 17 points, yeah. if not, yeah. you, you, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, Ben Ben Wallace goes up for a dunk or a, a, a layup, and then the, the, he basically gets fouled hard by Atis. Um That was fueled by yeah. Jamal Tinsley. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I watched another video that um, Ben Wallace and and uh, Rasheem Wallace released it after the the Madison Palace got released. Um, there, this is another side of the story. So, so, so Ben Wallace said that um, he he got hit. He got hit before. Um, he got sucker punched by an Indiana player. He didn't want to name him. Um, I haven't looked back in to, to, to find out who it was, but um, he didn't want to get sucker punched again. So that that was already in his head, right? So they, they're going to smash mm. in his bum head in. Uh, he gets a hard foul. Um, apparently, there's, um, as, as you know, we, 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 we still play pickup basketball. If someone's winning by so much, you know, you don't, you know, foul and you know, rub it in. You know, let it be. You, know, you let it be, right? So, so imagine like uh, they had a fastback layup, and I was running back, and I'm up, I'm up at 17. You know, I can I can foul the guy, I can try to block him, and maybe foul him. But mm. what's the point? Mm. You know, the, the the game's got a minute left. We're gonna win. You know, and and the fact that we I have history with the guy going up, I'm not gonna foul him because he's gonna end up in a fight. So, mm. so in terms of that, um, as a basketball uh, person. Ron Artes or Metal War Peace, what it's called now. Uh, I think he was in the wrong, but he fouled him. But then, to his credit, he apologized straight away. He apologized straight away. I think um, uh, Ron Artes at the time, uh, he, he had mental he issues. He wasn't right? mentally there. Yeah, oh, mentally there. Like, he, he had, he, he, yeah, he yeah, had yeah. massive issues, but it's but not Ben. Ben also lost his lost, lost family member. So, correct, yeah. correct. See, so, so it's like a, a nightmare, right? With these, these two things happening to these guys. They probably shouldn't be playing basketball. They're not fit enough to play basketball. This is where we talked about the Ben Simmons segment. So mm. in their heads, they're like, they're not there. They're angry, whatever. And and a couple of things set them off, right? So that's right. So, so you get those two, those two guys at it. Uh, and then 
Ron Artest lies on the on the bench and like to a Detroit fan, if I saw that, I would feel that's a bit disrespectful of what Ron Artest did. Yeah, like Very. you know, he yeah. lying down just and, and and letting his teammates fight and literally saying, oh, "This is this is this is this is my this is my lounge room." We're up by seventeen, you know. I've had five drinks, and this guy, you know, of, of the opponent, uh, opponent's team, it's pretty much rubbing it in our faces. You know, we're having a bad night. My team's losing. You know, and 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 the game's the, everything's going out of control. There's no cops, no nothing. So mm. I'm here, and I'm gonna throw the beer at the guy. The that that beer bottle is thrown at Artes. I gotta say. That guy, like, she played the lottery. Like, the way he threw it and to hit Ron Artesa one shot, man, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. It was a good shot and hit him, and it it hit him well. Shot. Yeah, yeah. But if it if it was a couple of, what, meters off, centimeters off, then probably it would be no ball, right? Yeah. yeah. So, 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 all around the court, you got this testosterone. Everyone's going at each other. That had the element of the crowd uh, and and run out test and all the players running into the crowd, man, that was nuts. Like, um, yeah, they started the bro. Um, a couple of, I saw I saw most of the players go up and try to help, and all the other mm. players got hit by um uh, the, the crowd members, but they didn't fight back. You know, they, they, yeah. they pushed them off. It, it, it wasn't that dramatic, you know. So then everything gets taken down to the court. Some of the guys like. There's a there's a brawl starting. Literally, it's it's twelve guys plus their their, their staff versus mm. <laughs> versus the whole. Um, it wasn't in Detroit. It was Detroit in Auburn base. Hills. It was in Auburn Hills. So then that that oh, area yeah. Is, yeah that that area is known for um for for, for roughness right. too, right? So there's that's a couple right. of things. That's right. There's, there's, that's all, right. All, all these things are marrying up. All these things are marrying up. Like and and, and it's just a recipe for disaster. You know, mm -hmm. like if you absolutely if a couple of things was if those players weren't playing or they had someone else to help them get through the hard times they wouldn't be playing no issue um then this actions led to different actions and yeah um and then to to, to see all the players get get taken off the court and the, the crowds just throwing beers and and bottles and at them it's just it's just a disgrace to the nba right like yeah, well, the, NBA, it's the worst part in nba history so yeah. You know, and with good reason. I mean, if you see all the graphic, all the beers and chairs thrown, I'm just thinking, wow, like this is, this is off, off, just offhand. Like you just can't believe that it's happening. So yeah, and and to say that this was just uh, a couple of years ago, um, and um, yeah, and and now the rules in place where if you go into the crowd, then you, and you get banned like a couple of games straight away. So I yeah. guess this is to stop that. Um, there's heaps more security uh, to to block that. Um, mm -hmm. Just the a couple other points that I wanted to pin out, pointed out in the documentary too was um, I didn't know that they actually went, they had court cases. They went out to um, the guy who threw the B wanted to sue them. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, much. right? It's crazy. Um, it's, mm. it's one of those things where society, where tall, tall poppy syndrome, where someone has something, um, and you know, you want to antagonize them, and then you, you actually want their money. But if they, if these guys were normal guys on the street and had no money, then it wouldn't be in the story. So that's right. So it's a privilege, but right? Because so they're world privilege. famous athletes with the millions of dollars, yep. they're willing to do that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, right? So, yeah, and yeah, just so so the documentary helped me understand the players' point of view. So they went to the Supreme Court and literally, uh, they they were pretty much found innocent. So it was up to the NBA if they wanted to find him, 
Uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, David Stern was yep. um, was the executor. Like there, there, there wasn't because it wasn't a off court issue. The the union couldn't have got involved. The the, the, yeah. the players union could have got involved. So they so um, David Stern like like compared to normal normal world uh, court. Like he he was the judge and he was the executor. And and there was nothing to to basically um, uh, they couldn't appeal. They basically couldn't appeal what 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 he gave them. You know, like you know, get, get to the mm. Supreme Court, getting all that, it's fine. They were innocent, but they, at the end of the day, the NBA, which was Davidson, uh, the you know the CEO, the, the chairman, um, yeah, he handed out sentences, and that's it. Like he just walked away. Um, caught him thugs. Um, yeah, he didn't change the dress code. Yeah, change dress code. It was like an opportunity. Like, uh, if you that's right. If you went to conspiracy theories, maybe you think that maybe this whole thing was concocted to to basically get the NBA to a different level in terms of dress code oh, and, and you know. Hey, that, that's what people are out true, there. I, <laughs> true, true. Okay, but yeah, all right, fair enough. <laughs> the, like, if they had all these things in place already, but it just fast tracked it. You know, fast tracked it. Mm. Um, yeah, and as a result, you know. Reggie Miller had a team where they, they could have competed for the title because they, they were they one of the top teams and, and having all those players had the players best record band, they had yeah, the best having, record yeah having all those players banned was um, yeah it was de- de- detrimental to, 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 to their playoff success and then the next year yeah same thing like um, yeah just just head cases uh, too many head cases in one mm-hmm. team too many head cases True. like there, there, there wasn't any balance um, even even uh, um even this, the 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 chairman of the Indiana said that you know like he he just wanted the best talent like he didn't he didn't care how they meshed he just wanted them to put to be all on the court either it's going to be disaster mm. or it's going to be perfect to perfection so mm. yeah I really feel bad bad for Reggie Miller in, in that aspect um, that was his yeah, one shot that was his so, one shot yeah. yeah because because Jordan wasn't there anymore and and there was his shot to get through but it didn't happen. Mm. Uh, couple other points I wanted to put out was um, when Reggie Miller was helping I think Jermaine O'Neal get off the court um, mm. the, the the police were trying to arrest um, I was the, helping the one artist and the yeah. yeah and the and the security was about to taste like spray pa- uh, what is it pepper spray yeah. him and I pepper thought spray, oh, yeah, yeah. that's not necessary pepper, yeah. pepper spray um, uh, Reggie Miller or like, taser these or guys, yeah these guys on the court have uniforms um, they yeah. they you know and 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 the cops wanted to arrest him, but not arrest everyone else. That, that, that that's like the, the thing that's sus. Yeah, that's the thing that's sus. Like that doesn't ma- make sense. Mm. I mean, come on. Yeah. So, so, so I guess um, you know you, you come to your own conclusions, but there's a difference between those people on the crown and the people on the court. Yeah. Mm. And um, yeah, that's their race. So it, 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 it's crazy um, in, in that situation. Um, we can get deep, deeper into it, but uh, the. Malice in the Palace, the documentary just showed showed all these angles for, for you to make up your own mind. So, That's right. Yeah. So, so for, for me, uh, it opened my mind to see how Jermaine O'Neal was suffering from it. Um, mm. uh, yeah. And, and and to see um, uh, Stephen Jackson, who also played for the Cine Kings back in the day, um, to, to, to see him like like his brotherhood and, and, and his... Um, his friendship, like he, he didn't care mm. if you had to take take on like thirty thousand people, he had your back. Yeah, you know, and that's uh, right. And that's something I guess I I know for yourself and, and myself that, that that's something that, that that we do for ourselves and um, our, our friends yeah, and family man. for sure. 
for sure. That's so, right. That's right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so it's um something good to watch in off season. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy they made it. I'm happy mm. they made it. Um, I see all those players in different light. Your thoughts on the uh, on that closing off? It was a well put documentary, and it gave you different angles um, of of what actually happened. Um, but mind you, like I already sort of give people benefit of the doubt unless I had two sides of the story. I don't want to just judge up what the NBA and all that, especially what's happening now. Like we all know what's happening now, so I don't want to judge nobody. Um, people have their have their reason, um, so it's good to see that like there's reasoning behind it, which I already knew. You know, I don't I don't want to judge anyone, and and I, I know what happened, so. It's fine. It's a well put documentary. Go see it if you haven't seen it. So it's a great, it's a great documentary. Yes, yeah, on Netflix. Um, so yeah, check it out, guys. Let me know what you think. Uh, if you to give it a rating, RJ, what, what would you give it? Uh, I'd give it eight out of ten. Um, it's a, it, like I said, I, I like all those players. I like Ron Artest, Meta Woolpiece, whatever you want to call him. You know, um, I'm a fan of Ridge Miller, a shooter. Um, I'm a fan of Steven Jackson, um, the way he is as a player and the way he's is an activist now. So I'm a fan of all those guys and it's good to see and good to hear what they say and their sort of take on it. So um, I'll give it eight out of 10. It's well put together. Um, but yeah, I, I never I never judged them for the first place. I didn't think they were thugs. I mean, they were pr- provoked. I knew they were provoked. Mm-hmm. If they weren't provoked and just went up there, they're thugs, but they're not thugs. So they I, I get it. Themselves. Cool. That's right. Yeah, that's so- right. Yeah, so summary, I, I give it about a seven. I'm a bit harder on my movies and shows, but yeah, it's similar, similar to your, um, to to what your comments were in terms of the editing and um, putting it all together. Um, just seeing the passion. I like the interviews where they have like the light, and then they're kind of in like a nice room, and then they, they focus out. So it's it's, mm. it's pretty common these days. Um, it's become the standard. So definitely. Yeah. So. So another thing we, we um, has aired um, on the ESPN, ESPN, I think um, uh, there was a a tell-all between Draymond Green and uh, Kevin Durant. So both of them played for uh, Golden State Warriors through through their uh, their run of two championships and one Finals berth. So there, there was a famous incident. Uh, if you don't know basketball, um, you know I'll. I'll paint the picture so we, so we can get where we are. So, so during the uh, game, during the season, um, after winning two championships, KD and Draymond fought on the bench. They, they were down by two. Um, KD wanted the ball and Draymond just turned it over. They went to the bench. Um, the story is that um, Draymond called uh, KD a bitch <laughs> and um, just said he's out the door in a way. Um, it's, it's been it's been about a year, uh, over a year, over two years since since uh, that that um, that uh, incident took place, and a lot of people saying that that's the downfall of the um, the dynasty. But this 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 tell all was um, I guess from the players' point of view, from both of them because they're the two players that are involved. Um, let, let's start out, um, RJ. Um, who do you think is at fault? Uh, because in the documentary, they're, they're both blaming management. Look, at the end of the day, like they're the ones who, who who's done that. Um, they sort of need to they need to sort of uh, take the blame um, and not sort of go a different direction and by blaming management, saying that oh Steve Kerr did this, management did this. But they they're the one who started a fight. They started a, a you know everyone to talk about it, and then for them to say well just leave it, let us deal with it. 
but it's like it's sort of like your parents it's like you're letting your kids fight but you don't you don't oversee it and see the fight if you don't do anything it's well you don't know the situation you don't know if it's going to escalate further you don't know whether it's going to be sorted so you know that thing that's that's their stance that's the management and the coaching um stance on it but with the players you know it's just, oh, just let us be and let us handle it that's not really you know because you've got two guys with big egos and you're going to let them resolve something and 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 you can see by their body language in practices and and whatnot whether it's resolved and i'm sure they were worried so i think that's why they stepped in um and now for them to blame it that's a bit it's a bit low you know yeah ajay um ajay i think both of them were saying um remember the bulls when when scotty wouldn't going back into the game and and they gave um tony cookage a shot and he and he and he shot it and he won it um mm. because he didn't go in the game when phil wanted him to they had a mm. um players only meeting straight after the game to resolve it mm. yeah so 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 i guess both of those players um the gonna State players wanted something like that they, they wanted something like that like i i can see from their side um but in terms of blaming management yeah that's that's a bit much it's a bit much yeah like, the Bulls didn't like their management but they never really blamed their management they took yeah. it upon themselves and, and sorted it out which i yep. think is you know comes down to maturity but, i mean that, that Bulls yeah. team was really mature these yeah. guys were still young so you know they weren't gonna like well we'll sort it out they're gonna be like well who else who are we gonna blame so they, mm. they you know they blame the people that are paying them yeah, and not strange. sort of take any responsibility for it. So it's strange because if it, because because if KD and Draymond wanted a players only meeting, they should have done it. I, I don't understand mm. like what's what's holding them back. Like why is the management fault? Like if if a players only meeting doesn't involve any coaches, coaches like you get together, you talk about the issues, you resolve it. And especially if they have a mm. team of veterans. They're like you know, they had uh, Andre Iguodala, they had Boogie Cousins. They, they, these guys are big personalities, and and they they basically will. They would help the team, you know, help resolve it. But 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 I mm. thought that I think after that, um, you know, Draymond and and management didn't want to provoke KD because he's leaving, regardless, right? So so further mm. on the conversation in, in that in in the interview, um, Draymond asks KD like, you know, the third year you were pretty much out the door, what one foot out the door. Um, and then KD responds, uh, you know, he just wanted to do something different. But the way he approached that year, that was his last year. He didn't tell anyone that it was his last year. And he just wanted to play basketball. I understand from a ball player, like, you know, if you're playing for a team, you want to zero in. Um, his attitude changed. Like, we won two championships with him. And and the, th- the third one, the, the, like, he... I think he he didn't really want to be there. But it was one of those, what, one of those things where you... If you win three in a row, right? went through in a row it would be awesome like you're basically in the record books i'm, I'm pretty right. sure that, that that was kd like similar to lebron when he he got his two in miami uh mm. you know i'm i could see he, he was done like just seeing the team the team was falling apart but he went for three in a way just to see what happens right mm. similar 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 to the situation um yeah so so i guess the point i was trying to make with um that, that comment was um kd was out the door uh, do you do you agree with that rj i think it that argument had pushed him out the door i think it was already out like before that um because he he knew that he didn't really fit in like the, those guys were a certain way um mm. and he was a different sort of way that he didn't fit that mold so but that argument really uh confirmed that he was really out so 
you know um i'm fortunate that you know <laughs> he had to leave but <laughs> look man you were contracted you have to be there to play you know what i mean like no matter whether you like them or not you just have to try and play to win you, yeah. you could do something go down in history for something um which very rare teams you know get to do so but with them you know they're always thinking about other things now i, I don't know what they're thinking like rather than focus on trying to make history and then you know go down as one of the best um they didn't do it they just they focus on other things like money and feeling like this and feeling like that i'm like dude like you just just go down in history like try to be one of the best like repeat you know not many people can say that so yeah. it's just disappointing really so true but but even even with all this drama like the uh golden state warriors still had a chance to repeat if if clay didn't go down if katie didn't go down yeah, uh, they 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 wouldn't want they wouldn't want to win. Look, there's no doubt won, in my yeah, mind. Sure. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. So, so mm-hmm. it, it it just showed KD turn up and 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 if they focus on the year, but but they see we, we mentioned it too, where the the media always has a narrative, right? The, mm-hmm. And like the narrative was, oh, let's let's just keep on poking at KD because because he gets upset. Like keep on poking at him, mm-hmm. he's gonna lose his shit. You know, he's like you know mm-hmm. on Twitter, true, on social true. media, they keep on poking the bear, right? <clears throat> Poking the bear, yeah. poking the bear, because 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 a team like Golden State, like uh, people say, it's the best uh, offensive team ever. Like you know, just to have the amount of talent, you know, and then they yeah. had a chance where uh, the you know they had a forty million dollar slot because the salary cap went up. You know, they had the mm. same team, championship team, and then they added KD. It's just it's just mm. it's one of those things that we you know we talk about Malice in the Palace that it was a bunch of bad things. Um, Golden mm. State was was a bunch of good things that that that, that actually fell in place. You know, so, that's right. So yeah, so so with that, they could have won three championships if they weren't injured. So you know, it, this is bad luck, right? This is bad luck. These things happen. Like, you know. It is. It is. Injuries happen. Um, unfortunately, injuries is the big thing. You know, with a lot of opportunities with trying to win, um, it's always an asterisk when it's an injury because if that person didn't go down, what if? That's the big question. But it happens. You know. So. so. So and KD is now in Brooklyn. He's, he's, he, I think he enjoys it. He's playing with his mates. Um, you know, they. It's one. It's one of those things where you know he's, he has his championship, two championships, and he hasn't really nothing to prove. He's got MVP. He's got Finals MVP. Mm. He's pretty much ticked off every box. He and and he's doing what he loves now in in in, in the NBA in Brooklyn. Mm. So. So another point I wanted to make was um, Draymond. Draymond is talking like he he doesn't play in Golden State anymore. To, to actually disrespect your current employees, employers, that's a, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Maybe like, there's there's a there's a tactic move behind that. Yeah, yeah. Like that. just, this is what I want to talk about. Like 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 this 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 Dre might want to get traded. <laughs> and he's on a big contract too. Yeah. With Clutch Sports, hint hint. Let's not go into it, but we know what we're talking about. Hmm. Hmm. So. so so, so yeah, because there's talk about getting Ben onto Golden State, and then because he's a non-shooter, like you can't have Draymond mm. and Ben on the same team. So, is there a possibility mm. you trade one for the other? Like it doesn't help Philly that much because you're mm. you're you're losing a playmaker. Um, but in terms of Golden State, it, it kind of works, you know. Like in it terms does. of on paper, yes. on paper, like there's 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 little things, right? So Draymond's played with the, the the Splash Brothers for years, so he he knows what where they like it. It's automatic. Mm. But you know, so I guess we're in agreement that we think that Draymond has some hidden something hidden here, hidden like, agenda. Like, you know, it's like it's like you and me. Like if we 
if we talk shit about our employees, employers, the fuck, like you're, you're, you're basically expected to be to be booted, right? Watch your back, watch your back. Something's coming. Yeah, like if it's it's not gonna happen today, it's gonna happen tomorrow. Like you you basically put a, a bullseye on your back. Correct, so, correct. I was gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of um kind of out of left field in terms of for me anyway, because um I don't follow Draymond Green that closely, but Golden State Warriors um when they traded for their draft picks this year. Um, they they spoke to Clay, Curry, and also spoke to Draymond. So they like in my mind that those guys are part of the future, right? They're present and then and then part of the future. But then again, you never know. I mean, the, to get views. I mean, you know, with the Scottie Pippen thing these days, you got to talk a bit of trash to sort of get audiences to just get a bit of attention. So I mean, that could be part of that. Maybe he's already filled them in that hey man, I'm gonna say this so. Don't take nothing sure. out of it. You never sure. know. You never know. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. think if he if he gave gave him the heads up, which which you think he might have, uh, because there hasn't been any backlash. Like there hasn't been any. Yeah, and they're paying or, him big or, money. They're, they're gonna pay yeah. him big money. Yeah. You know, so I'm sure he has. This is it's a tactic move. I mean, and he's he's on a show here, so he wants to get ratings. And in order for you to get ratings, you need drama, and that's the drama that they that they're talking about. So. Yeah, so this is something new, like we haven't seen before. So it's like having a current player in the NBA uh, interviewing the current players. Like they're sure there's, there, there is podcasts uh, out there that, that um, mm. I guess, yeah, not not many superstar podcasts. Like I guess I classify Draymond Green as the upper tier talent, um, mm. more, more defensively and uh, assist wise. So mm. in terms of his interview skills and, and the overall... Uh, the, the overall experience. Did you, uh, did did you enjoy it? And 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 what aspects did you enjoy from the interview? I enjoyed it because I thought it would be very interesting seeing, you know, two two guys with big egos and talk about it. I'm sure they're friends already. I'm sure they've already forgotten about it. But like, look, man, we, we all have we we were like that. We have friends like that that we sort of, you know, we we run your heads to. But at the end of the day, we're friends, and you don't take it personally. And I think it, they're already over it. Um, I knew it would be interesting, and I think he would be good at it in the long run, because um, he has that personality. You know, he has like a stirring mentality, uh, where he stirs, stirs, stirs shit up. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> so he yeah. he's good at it. So I think he has a, you know, a plan for the for the afterlife of the NBA, and I think he'll be good at it. To be honest with you, um, I mean, he's already on, appearing on on some interview shows for the for basketball now for the NBA. TNT every time, yeah. Um, TNT area, so yeah. you know he's he's really got his foot in in the door. Um, I think he really know he can see the door already where he's going to retire. So, I mean, he's good at it. L- l- he's like, I wouldn't say to this extent, but I think he'll be Charles Barkley 2.0. Yeah, but that, 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 that was what I was thinking. That was what, what I was thinking. You know, then he's a new version. He's a new version of it, right? He's a new version of that's it. right. Um, you know, like like Barkley always calls him the triple triple singles. Triple single, <laughs> yeah. True, true, true. Yeah, it's, it's quite, it's quite funny. Um, I guess, I guess my, my views on the interview was cool. Like, um, I, um, I saw it in my feed, in my YouTube feed that was coming up because, um, yeah, it was coming up and, and when it came out, I, I watched it. Um, yeah, it was very raw. Yeah, they made it out like it's very raw, and it's uh, tour. It was, and it was a good time too, like to for them to release it. They, they went to the Olympics together and they won the gold medal. So that's they, right. That's right. They, yeah. they're, they're, they're kind of trending. They're, they're, they're kind of trending in, in all social medias and in the news. So it was a good time. Um, but uh, one thing was, it's like this happened two years ago. 
So a lot of things they said um, was was kind of all already out there. Like in terms of the management thing, that True. that was new. That was new. The management thing because they had True. to blame someone I didn't know else. About that either. You know, mm. like yeah, yeah. So so yeah. So but you, you know, you look at management point of view. They had they had to. Draymond's the one that called the other player, you know, something. And there has to be name. some reprimand for it, right? Like, you can't just let him go and let him do nothing. You know, and then... Yeah. Every, oh, yeah. Everyone would just called themselves out, like, you know, and the, the team will be all over the place. So, mm. so yeah, so, so and so I think Draymond's trying to get himself traded. Um, he's setting up his career. Um, yeah, and, and, and you're lucky, like, like you pointed out there, Jay, like, they just want to get clicks. Um, they just want to, yeah, just want to get clicks. That's, that's, that's it. Like that's they want right. people to watch it, right? So, like, like everything out there, every organized, every organization makes wants to make profit, and uh, these media organizations want to make profit by views, just like us. Hmm. So, seg- segways, um, you should subscribe to us. <laughs> uh, like this video, um, like RJ. Um, yeah, so I had, that's all I had for today. RJ, did you have any closing statements or anything you you want to tell? Tell us. Uh, just watch those two documentary guys like if you've if you got nothing else to do those go those doc, two documentaries are quite good um or one documentary and one one interview so those are quite good things to watch uh, especially with this pandemic happening um there's a lot of insight into what happened so um malice of the palace and also chips by Draymond green with kevin durant so check it out it, it's a good it's a good watch um yep. but apart from that you know till next time guys i mean we've got more content for you coming up so stay tuned Cool. Later, guys. See you, guys.